we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. And so I just want to challenge a paradigm. The Lord has been dealing with me um, about where we are right now in this teaching. And we have seen, it's crazy, for the last five years or so, that all of our teachings have been lining us up. To where we are now. Let me just qualify the house um, because I, I got to make sure I know who I'm preaching to. It's, it's, and I, I don't mean this as a facade. Are there people here who are really convinced that the blessing is on them? Like for real. Yeah. I am so serious. I'm going to say it again. I don't want you to think I'm doing that just trying to get you to clap. Because if that is not where you are located, you're going to feel like I should have left after they finished saying it would be all right. Because what we're saying now is for people that are convinced that the blessing is on them or those who want to be convinced that the blessing is on them. But those who want to finish toil through life and struggle and make things and, and join the rest of the world in the fight, in the struggle, this ain't for you. All right, one more time. Those that are convinced that the blessing is on them, please identify yourself. Let me make sure I know that we're in the right place. I am dishing out this morning faith food. I'm dishing out faith food. I'm here to feed your faith for where you are going. Now, here is something. Uh, Jesus, Jesus does something that is almost insulting uh, to the people he is preaching to. The people that he is preaching to, they have an elevated view of themselves in Matthew 6. Elevated view of themselves. Um, uh, they... They believe because of birthright, they are a chosen set of people, that they are above other people, so much so that if you read your Bible, there's a young lady that has a daughter that is sick, and she allows Jesus to refer to her as a dog. Don't read your Bible. Girl was a Syrophoenician woman. And um, Jesus says, you don't give dogs the children's bread. That was the kind of mentality that was accepted in that time. That the Jews was way up here, and everybody else were bottom feeders. All right? The Jews were these elevated, these God-called people. Now, watch this now. Jesus then, in talking in Matthew 6 and 31... And he says, I know you have need of all these things. Three things. We've been talking about them for five, six weeks, so I ain't going over them again. Three things. Three things you need. To, what to eat, what to drink, and how to be clothed. And Jesus says, when you worry about those things, you become like the dogs. Yeah. 
That was an insulting comment to make to persons who in their mind they were God's chosen people. God's, Jesus says, if you are God's chosen people, you don't go stressing after what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and how you're going to be clothed. That is beneath you. My teaching series, I don't know if it's a series or it's a sermon, it's probably a series, I so I'll find out next week. But it is today, uh, what it is? Living under divine provision. Living in, not divine, under, living in divine provision. This here, beloved, we must see this as part and parcel of the good news. We got to see this as part of why we are saved. A part of the package of being a child of God. Divine provision is not a bonus, it is the package. I'll say it again. Divine provision is not a bonus because understand bonuses are not guaranteed. So divine provision cannot be viewed as a bonus. Oh my God, it's not a reward, it is the package. And so if you look all through scripture, and that's what I'm going to do for the next 11 minutes, is release scriptures to you to make this point because we got a lot to dig up out of us. Because a lot of us are saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, but our provision is still our responsibility. And the reason we are stressed, the reason why we are in toil, the reason why we are pulling hair out, losing weight, gaining weight, or somewhere in between, is because we're trying to meet our own needs. And you were never, you were never intended to provide for yourself. You were never intended to provide for yourself. Just, just say amen to make it sound good. This is not how we have been conditioned. I said the staff at the end of the first service, I said, boy, I wish I was hearing this 20 years ago. Because there's so much. Now, let me, let me, let me back, back up a little bit. The Lord will only give you a word. But it's the word that will transform your life. So if you don't receive the word, I am not here to, uh, to get you to shout this morning. I want to give you a word to change your life. Because that's what changes us. Word changes us. The word that we got to receive here is that you were not created to make ends meet. A lot of us, we brag and say that. Why are they trying to make ends meet? That's why they never meet. Because it was never your job to bring the ends together. You have not been created with that. You were never created with that responsibility. You've taken on an assignment that's not yours. And so what's happening now is our angels are unemployed, our ghost is unemployed, and our flesh is busy and tired. Whenever your body and your mind is broken and tired, it's because you ain't put your angels to work and you ain't put the Holy Ghost to work and you ain't allowing the covenant to work on your behalf. Whenever you find yourself burnt out, you have left the place that God put you in. The book says he puts us in the place where we're seated in heavenly places. Not walking up and down, but seated. 
There's a place that is ordained for us that's a place of rest. But the enemy, day one, his job is to rest to get us in the labor. Look at what the text says in Genesis 6 and 32. It says, uh, put it there, 6 and 32. It is there. Awesome. For after all these things, okay, for after all these things, do the Gentiles what? Understand the seed always suggests labor. After all these things, unbelievers, the word Gentile speaks to unbelievers. When you find yourself seeking after what to eat, what to drink, and how to be clothed, you are living like you ain't safe. And your life is filled with hypocrisy. Because a part of being saved is, he provides for me. You're still here. Second Peter chapter 1, verse number 3. Uh, he says something found here. I want to come back here. We spent a lot of time here three years ago. I need you to get it again. Second Peter, verse, um, uh, Second Peter chapter 1 and verse number 3. He says these words. He says, according as his divine power. What does it say? Is going to give. Is making ready to give. If you sanctify yourself, it'll give it to you. If, 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 if you like really live pure and do a week straight of an hour tongues. Every day. According as his divine power, what? Has given. It's past tense. And present tense. Hath given means it's something that is done in the past, but has present and future effect. I'll say it again. Hath suggests it is something that happened in the past, but it's continuing to have present and future effect. So what he has done is still being done. And will continue to be done. Did he say some things? Most things. Godly things. No. He says all things... Pertain means are necessary. All things that are necessary to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now, I need you to understand this. All things that pertain to life is relative. All things that pertain to life when I was growing up in Palm Beach Street in Alfonso Royal House has changed to what all things are now for me and my children. Back when my children was growing up, all things that were necessary did not include internet. But to life today, to life today, especially in this pandemic, you need internet to exist in this life. So that means then, if you are a believer in this room, you should have 24-hour internet. Is that too big? That is a need. You're only saying yes, strong. Because, see, when you don't catch on to this, then you struggle and you're waiting on long lines and you're begging and picking and trying to get internet access. But when you lay hold of the blessing and understand that it's already been provided for you, you say, hold on, I'm supposed to have internet. Oh, I'm trying to change your thinking. I'm trying to change your mind that you move to the place of receiving what belongs to you. I said on the prayer call a few weeks ago, not this Friday, last week Friday, I said on the prayer call, for Denzel's lacking JR, I can die in the house that I'm in now. Meaning, I am comfortable. I can make it work. Make some adjustments, do some things, open some walls in the bathroom. Uh, but other than that, I can stay in that house forever and ever and ever. Amen. And uh, 
some, uh, how much years now? 42 years down the road, you're going to put a black wreath on that door. Because he's gone. 42 years. Yeah. But the Lord says, son, for your assignment, I can't have you staying in this house. As he told me, no, no, true story. He said to me, because I am cool. I can stay there. We can have a nice little, little something back in the yard. One little something. Little water splash up in there. So I cool. I could be there for long, long, forever and ever. Amen. He says, but what I've called you to, uh, Denzel, you're going to need more than this because I can need you in a different kind of environment. So then when he says that, and I look at this text, and he says, all things that pertain to life. And I understand this pertains to the life he has ordained for me. So, so I believe a lot of y'all like me, we can live in 2,400 square feet for the rest of our life and be happy. But, this can hurt your feelings, there are some people that have been called to live in 6,000 square feet. Look at y'all, I ain't say nothing now. Because y'all think that's waste. There, there are some people that need to spend $1,800 on the ticket when you, when you spend $600 on the ticket. Same plane. Same plane, go in the same place, there are some people who need to spend $1,800. Why? Because there are some people in that $1,800 section that need Jesus. And you are convinced that the only people that need him sit in, in tight seats with back men. But there are some folks who sit in wide chairs with plenty of cotton who need the same Jesus. So God says, I got some people that I'm elevating. I got some people that I'm elevating to understand that we got to penetrate some other systems. But those people got to realize that they're not going to elevate off of their own ability. Can you go ahead and make this announcement so a demon can hear you? Where I'm going, I'm not qualified. Say that. We don't get it. Y'all ain't get it. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't get it. See? If the only places you go, you are qualified to go, you did it. If you are qualified for everything that you have, you did it. Based on my, on my degrees, based on my degrees, I can retire at somewhere around... Uh, but $200,000 a year. That's like where my ceiling is, somewhere around there, around $200,000 there, both, based on my training, my education. Now, if I get there, the church can shout. But based on what heaven has put in me, that's living at the level of my qualifications. And living at the level of my qualification is beneath me. Oh, Jesus. Can I somebody in here? I, I told y'all who ain't under the blessing, y'all can leave, you know. Uh, anybody else need to leave now? Because I knew where I was going, and I knew, like, people who like to suffer. No, there's a gospel of suffering now. I know some preachers will come up and say, say, um, um, I honor God for all of my fellow sufferers. Who are you talking to? Fellow sufferers, put John 10 and 10 in the Amplified. Fellow sufferers, Amplified up there. The thief comes 
Only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came. Read it. Ready. I came. What did it say? That they may have and what? Enjoy life. That they may have and enjoy fellow sufferer. I live on the fun side. No, I'm enjoying this life God has given me. I'm, no, I'm living. I, I love my life. Because he came to give it to me. Watch this. He didn't come for me to wait for it. He said, I came for this. Receive it. Are y'all hearing me? So all things that pertain to life and godliness, he says, I've given it to you. And we have, we have almost as though, if you consider this hand supernatural, we've cut this thing off. And say, God, we don't want supernatural. We want natural. We are contented to receive natural increase. That's like living off your inflation and rowing for increment. And that's the blessing. That's not the blessing. That's pilling them. They put that in place. That's the government there. That's in place. Increments and inflation. That's, that's law. That ain't the blessing. And we got to stop calling these things the blessing because the world looking at us and laughing. You say, that's the blessing? Well, I get, the same. I get more than you. I make it more than you. That's not the blessing. The blessing is that that God puts in your life and he opens doors and makes ways and puts you in positions. Glory to God. It is like when you've been fishing all night and ain't catch nothing and God gives an instruction and say, cast your net on the next side of the boat and where you was in that same water in the night and the fishes bite in the night, you was there in the night and ain't catch nothing. Out in the middle of the day with a divine in, with a from the Lord, with a Lord, you now put your net in the water, the same place you just came from, and now your net begins to break because you're functioning under divine instruction. Where I am going, I am not qualified. Say that again. There are persons that are going to see me where I am and they're going to have to wonder, how did I get here? I have been in rooms. I remember back in the day. Now listen, I'm, I'm 43 now. Young boy, young boy. I'm 43 now. Uh, back in 1997, how old I was? I was 19. Yeah, I'm 19. Timmy, and I'm in the conference room of Bahamas Faith Ministries. In this room, it's Mark Bethel sitting next to me, eating corn on the cob with a knife and fork. And I was, I was, I almost cut myself. And right here is Miles Monroe. Right here is Ron Cannoli. Right there is Judy McAllister. Right here is Donnie McClurkin. And Pastor Miles is, is prophesying to Donnie McClurkin and telling him how he's called the pastor. Protocol walks in the room, and I look at them, I look at them, and they look over, you know, they're talking about you. What are you doing in here? 
you ever been in them kind of room? Like, when you can tell they don't but you, but you, you have down, you ain't playing, you see. And you could tell, like, they like, what? How did he get? And, and I looked at Pastor Mark, because I, I play guy, I know his girl, but I see, you know, I, I, I from the hood, I grew up behind his head. You gotta watch the room. Yeah, I watch in the room, but I can't let him know I from the hood, you know? So I, I try to figure out how to eat this corn on the corn with my knife and fork. So I ain't let nobody know from the hood, I from the hood, I from, I from, I from Palm Beach Street, bro. So I know, know you know, when you, when you from the hood, you know somebody talking about you in the room. You ain't got to look at it, you can feel it, they're talking to me. And I, and I watch Pastor Mark put his, put his, his fork down, and like he touched my hand, and look at the fellow and say, he with me. He, he with me. And I'm telling you, that some people are about to walk in that kind of favor. They're going to ask, what you doing here? And there going to be a voice from somewhere saying, Oh, man, can you hear what I'm releasing over you? Now, let me tell you a secret. The prophetic word from me to pastor came a year, two years later. But I'm sitting now, and I can quote to you every word that Dr. Miles spoke over Donnie McClurkin. He said to him, he said, Donnie, Ron, Rod Parsley, worshiper. T.D. Jakes, worshiper. Carlton Pearson, worshiper. Me, worshiper. He says, we are in an hour where God is taking the praise and worship leaders. And he's putting a mic in their hands because he can trust them because they know the presence. And he's taking people who know the presence and allowing them to declare the word. Oh, you missed it. And he says, Denzel, I want you to be like the woman that issued blood. Sit in that room. And when Jesus won't pass you, you see, Jesus is the word. Oh, y'all missing me. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So even though Dr. Miles Monroe has never laid hands on me, I was in the room when he spoke across the table and released a word over Donnie McClurkin. That word walked past me eating that corn on the cob. And I said, I, I received that. And I don't even know I was receiving it. That now here we are, 24 years later, and the same word that was spoken in the room that I shouldn't have been in is now manifested in my life. God, oh we are the time. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's enough. I'm telling you, get ready for another room. Some of y'all need to start dressing different. You need to start acting different because you don't know when you're going to get called. Come, I need you in this room. You're going to get called out of the room you were in into another room. Thank you for tuning in to the life experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you.
Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.